So you uh she cashed up your money uh to and you, you call her and you say you wanted to go to rehab or yeah. I said I'm sorry. Or go get help. No, because when I got out she'd been trying she was she was talking to me the whole time trying to tell me, Chris, trying to speak with Afro talk to me. I knew something was in me. All the all them years, man, but I just kept running. Right, right. You know, I, I just kept running, man. I just I just got tired of running. Tired of running. That's tired of running. that's what happened for me in uh 2020 as well, man. God he closed doors in my life mm-hmm. that I didn't even need, that I was I was playing with sin for so long and it, it just was all the seeds that I had uh, planted mm-hmm. was uh, really manifesting, and it wasn't a, it wasn't a beautiful harvest, you know. It was a it was a storm for so many years of my life, you know, that God had to really separate me from from the darkness, like that verse says, you know. Even even when you you see a, a field full of flowers, man, we we uh we water them ourselves sometimes, but with you still got to get that natural rain out there. You know, when it rains, it gets it gets dark. But you know, when it's sunny outside, you see the you see the flowers growing. So so that's what he did in my journey, man. So at this point, this is last year. What uh what where did you go to first for your help? What what were you uh? I, I went to uh, it's called O A R M and uh, went down there. Did everything. It was like I couldn't go in because of the charge I had. I had like an aggravated okay. thing. So they said I couldn't go. And so it was a guy that was there. Um, been to this home. New pastor here. So he called him. And then he gave me his, he gave me number to call pastor here. And I called him. And like I always say, I couldn't even smoke my last cigarette. He was already there. Already was there. God, God said, "No, nah, I, I ain't gonna give you time to even smoke a cigarette." And this is the ministry we are in right now. The Word Ministry in Dallas, Texas, uh, off Luke Twelve. And could you explain to the listeners what how this ministry helped you? How was your journey first starting out? I mean, see, well, the first, I mean. Just like you, you said, I mean, you, when you first come up to the spot, you're like, man, what the hell I got myself into? Cause right, right. We're in the middle of the hood. We think, I'm thinking it's like a building or something like that. Right, right. But when I got in the home, met passing him, and I actually was sitting in that chair, sitting, sitting in these chairs, but not the boys were sitting in the chair. That's the first time I think I cried in front of a man in a long time. Right, right. Because I'm tired. You was tired. Man. I'm tired, man. All them years of just years. beating ourselves up mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, man, God really touches our heart, mm-hmm. and He just He wants us to release all of that. And it was so peaceful, and it was when I when I say peaceful, it was peaceful for my for my family. Yeah, because they didn't have to worry about where I was. Man, isn't that a blessing? Yeah. I don't care how old you get. And you you this is you last year. Yeah. You're in your forties, but yeah. you, you you still made a note in this testimony that you're sharing that it was peaceful for your family. Yeah. And that's how I was in my last year, my mm-hmm. journey, man. My family was so worried about me. Mm-hmm. Uh not knowing 
what kind of phone call are they going to receive mm-hmm. or what name involved. Mm-hmm. So it, it that peace is, is so important for our family's lives. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so you hear you, you you that's the first thing you thought about was that you bring a peace to your family. Yeah, it's like yeah. That's one of the first that's things. That's one of the first things I thought about. It's like, man, they know, okay, well, you know, after I did all of all the signing, all of you know, the signing stuff, got sworn in, all that kind of stuff, I was able to call my mom and just let her know I'd be here for six months. Right, right. And I told her, I said, you ain't got to worry about me trying to leave or anything. I said, I'm going to do exactly what I said I was going to do. And how did your mom react when you told her that she was trying to create oh, she was happy. Oh, she was happy. She, she, because she always told me that it was something, she said, Chris, she said, if you just surrender, right. well, you going to be powerful. I'm like, I'm like, ah, why you say that? She said, Chris, People gravitate to you, right, just because right. it, I guess she said it's your personality. It's something yeah. she said. She said you can, you you can talk to people, and you she said you can put it. You you can talk to different type of people because because you done been through all that and stuff, man. Like I said, she was real happy. Mm-hmm. My, my I mean, angels. I mean, all of them was happy. Because, was happy. Yeah, my ex wife was happy. I mean, everybody. That's a blessing. That's a, a family that really truly stood by your side at the mm-hmm. same time. Despite what 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 may have happened in our past, mm-hmm. despite the wrongs we may did, they they still stood by by us, man. And, and to this day, mm-hmm. how has God been restoring the relationships man. in your family, man? Man, when I got in this home, my ex-wife was telling my dad about what I was doing. And I said, man, my dad, man, my dad, we. I ain't talked to my dad before last year. I ain't talked to my dad for like a year or two. Because I mean, I, I never saw me and never saw eye to eye. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Never saw eye to eye. But when I went over there at Christmas, you know, God, and you know, Pastor, by this time, by this time, there was a change in me that Pastor saw. Mm. And there was a change that I noticed. Because, you know, a lot of stuff was, I mean, I mean, I was reaching out, I was praying, I was doing all kind of stuff, man. Getting right. into leadership, all this stuff, man, because God, because because I was doing, I, I was in God's will. I wasn't doing it myself. Right, right. Wasn't leaning on. No, I wasn't leaning on. on That's a blessing, you know man. What I'm saying? And uh, my dad saw me that Saturday, I mean, that Christmas, and it was something in him that he saw about me. Yeah. And me and him, me and him, have been going on with this little business stuff that we got going on a couple months now, man. And, and it's it's something that my mom said. She said it was something that both of y'all need. Both of y'all was searching. Both of y'all was looking for each other, but y'all didn't know how how to do it. Wow. And now and now that our relationship. You been you you I mean you've been over you saying man and you saying man my relationship with my dad man about two years ago you would never I would never man the way me and him talk on the phone all that stuff yeah I mean I'm not even I'm not even worried about anything like he said I'm gonna I'm start paying I said man look I'm not even worried about money I mean I just enjoy just going over there right. yeah just fellowship talking talking to him him calling me you know what I'm saying just being around you know what I'm saying getting getting knowledge from them. Right, right. That, that, that knowledge that I, that, that I took that from my sons because my pride. Right. 
I didn't want. I'm like, man, I ain't gonna have my kids, man. No, mm-hmm. my kids ain't gonna deal with this cat, no. Man. But the whole time, I'm like, man, the whole time since I've been here, I'm like, man, I didn't stop. Man, my kids. I'm like, man, I done, you know, I done blocked him from, and I tell my ex wife that all the time. I'm like, man, I'm the reason why. They don't know them, him like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it was me. They saw me. I wasn't talking to him. Wow. So I blocked them from it. And then me and her, you know, me and her divorce and everything, they started talking to my dad and everything. And I was cool with it. It wasn't bothering me because yeah. I'm not talking to him. I ain't got to take him over or nothing like that. Right, right. But, man, our relationship now, man, I, I enjoy talking to him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I can see it whenever you go over there. Mm-hmm. He call you. Y'all talking about you know, fellowship and mm-hmm. talking about sports, talking about the the barbecue side of yeah. things. So uh, it was it was uh, it was beautiful, man, seeing you with your son as well. The oh, one that's yeah. he's in the navy, right? Both of them. Is. We got two yeah, in the navy. Two of the oldest one. He's yeah, he's a corner. He's in in uh, Florida. My other one. He wanted to be a cook, the one that you met. Yeah. CJ. Yeah, he he uh yeah, he he's a cook, but he's in the submarine, he's out, he's on the water, he's on the way right now. But yeah, that 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 right there, when that happened, that let me know right then that I'm a curse breaker. Curse breaker. We call we, we curse breakers. Hey, Amen. Whatever, whatever, I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna hold no crutches and I'm not gonna let my kids hold. That people hold for them to hold grudges or or use. Okay, well your dad, my dad wasn't here, and no, it's not a crutch. You can't use that. Yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't use it. Right, you know? right, right. And I'm gonna show you how you can't use. It. I'm gonna show you the right way. That's why I always told you. Yeah. That's why I, I always told you and Trey when y'all first came. Like, man, I'm proud of y'all because y'all are young. Yeah. And y'all gonna have a chance with y'all kids. Y'all will be able to impart what you learn here. Amen. Because now you're going to show your kids the right way. God, you, the wife, and then the kids. And then you're going to show your sons how to raise. You teach your sons how to treat a woman. And your daughters is going to know how a man is supposed to treat them. Amen. So, I mean, it's a, you know, you know, it's all, it all starts, it all starts with, 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 with the man. Right. Just right. period, man. Man, that's, uh, that's important that you said that, man. Especially the part being curse breakers, man. Because uh, we was in Arkansas last week, and my grand—I had called my uh, my granny for the first time in like a year and some change. And um, through my testimony, man, you you know how uh, how I felt about her. I saw you light up. I saw you you lit up. Man, it brought joy to my heart, man. Because I I know I uh, I embarrassed myself when I was staying with her when I was in the middle of my addiction. I was becoming a selfish, selfish, uh, selfish person around her. And she's seen a totally different side of me when I was with her compared to when I talked to her on that phone. It's crazy, though. Yeah. It's crazy because she, because you had on speaker for a little bit, but she never said anything about what, what happened in the past. Yes, why y'all, she was just happy to hear her grandson call her. That's a blessing, man. You're exactly right. I didn't realize that she said that she never mentioned that. If anything, I mentioned yeah. stuff. I brought it up. I, I'm she, the one. She, she, yeah, that, that, yeah, she, she, she not worried about that no more. Right. That right there, she wasn't worried about it. Because I'm telling you why. Because she already prayed for you. I already prayed. It's already prayed. Just like my mama told me. I said, as my mama said, you think Papa knows? She said, I said, I said, you think Papa know what I'm doing right now? You think Papa proud of? She said, Chris. 
She said your grand. She said your granddaddy ought to already pray for you. Oh yeah, when she said that, man, oh, she's confirmation, that huh? Tea, boy, it just... It's something about you know your grandpa being yeah. up there, still, still watching over mm-hmm. you, still, still blocking the devil's moves out mm-hmm. there, man. And my mom's still doing the same okay. thing from heaven. I know it's a, a reason why God had grace on our lives, mm-hmm. and that's because we had praying, you know. Praying family yeah. members, man. Yeah, the great grandparents. People, they were they, they, and they, they prayed for us. You know, like I said, some of the stuff that we're doing right now, we might not see the fruits of it. Right, right. But, but, but we gonna start. We gonna start now because they're curses that we break. Breaking curses. That's that's it. And that's one of the main curses that tear a family apart is being in the middle of a. Uh, of an addiction, mm-hmm. like you, like we said to our mm-hmm. listeners, this is about family. This is my brother Christopher Mincy sharing his testimony. Uh, he was battling uh, alcohol addiction for for a few years in his life, decades, decades. and and it separated him, you know, from his family, created rocky relationships, just like any addiction in a man's life, just like my addiction separated me from my family for a while. And it really was me separating myself from my family. They never, my family, I can't tell you one family member that actually uh, cut me off or, or you know, bashed my name. They all tried to offer me help at, at a certain point. They all, all still was by my side. I created my own enemies in the middle of my addiction. So, it's just uh, it's just beautiful how God has restored our families' lives, mm-hmm. our relationships, the bridges, mm-hmm. and 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 our families. You like I said, your son got baptized in the church. How was that, man? Like I said, right then and there, man, I felt it. It's like, it's like that's like another feeling because he was the only one that wasn't baptized. Everybody else baptized his babies, but it happened for him because right. he's old enough now. Yeah. He's old enough now to understand. He can understand what he's getting himself into. Because like I told him, I first first time make sure you read Jonah, the book of Jonah, the spiritual gospel right. about Jesus. Right. You know, so I told him, make sure you read that, man. You gotta know who Jesus is, man. You need to know. You need to know why you got baptized. Right. Right. You read Jonah, you're gonna know why why you was baptized. why are you doing this, man? Because correct me if I'm wrong with John. Really was kind of an elder to Jesus. He baptized Jesus. Yeah, he didn't Jesus on the spiritual side, everything's spiritual. Amen. That whole book, it ain't nothing but spiritual. It's like, wow, I, I never even looked at that book like that. Right, right, right. So that's a blessing, man. But I know one thing, I know one thing, man, I can't wait because now I'm we're here, and me and you, you know, we moving forward and everything. I'm gonna be able to. See your kids, 
you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Be around, you know, you you know, be yeah. around and then you and then you're gonna have kids and they're gonna have spiritual uncles yeah. that that that's gonna teach them the right yeah. way. That's the blessing, bro. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna have that, man. That's the hey, a lot of yeah, you're gonna have it. And that's the blessing behind it. I was just about to touch on that. Mm-hmm. When I came into the ministry eleven months ago to get my life changed, to turn it all around, you was here. Mm-hmm. You if it wasn't for a positive role model like you that encouraged me to just to stick with the process, mm-hmm. stick with the change I asked for that I cried out to God about. Cause uh my life was going downhill and I was creating it was a lot of self-afflictions going on, a lot of trials and tribulations. Mm-hmm. And it's always good to have somebody in in kind of in a in the same situation but trying to do better. Mm-hmm. Not agreeing with my pity, not agreeing with my with my sin. Oh, it's gonna be okay, man. You just if you go out there find a job, you can I'm stick with no that. Justice. I, I won't be, I, no, justice. Be, I be no justice. No justice. I wouldn't that that that, that retaliation over there. I would not didn't go anyway. Right, right, I right. Look, all, that, all that was a front. A front. You know what I'm saying? A worldly front. A worldly front. A real person, a real friend, a real brother is gonna tell you what you don't want to hear. Amen. It's gonna make you uncomfortable. Amen. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna make you pay. Well, that's how can't get mad. It's accountability, and that's what we're preaching on in this season. Is is real spiritual accountability? If it's spiritual love being passed around, and it's starting with the man above, he he's gonna tell us how it is, and uh, it's not always gonna be peaches and cream, as I say. But when you got a spiritual family, I I had a spiritual family before I even got reconnected with my actual family coming into this ministry for 11 months I because I, I didn't have a phone I said I had to, we had to separate ourselves from the world separate ourselves from friends and family social media so we had to get to know each other and uh you know and we lost some people yeah we lost some people that hurt us yeah that hurt but even with all that right there man it, it, it man, we still here still here going strong and a family is very important. God has been restoring our family despite despite our, our downfalls, despite the past, and we moving forward in the things of Christ. Excited, man. They are excited. Yeah, they come to church. Our family's been They're coming excited. to church now. She's gonna be there Sunday, man. They're excited, man. Just to see, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How we how how we change. Right. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, man, like, man, that that our change is I, I, I can't even put a word on it, man. It's just because it's a miracle. I, I ain't had nothing to drink or smoke since August 11th of last year. Yeah. I mean, granted, yesterday I tried to smoke after that, but it just, it was nasty. I think I hit, I think I hit the cigarette like one or twice. I was like, nah, that's, man, I can't do it no more. You haven't had anything to drink or smoke. I ain't had nothing, no. I, and I've been around it. Right, right, right. We're around it, it every it, day. Me, my mom and my dad, they be like, like, like like my cousin and everybody they was like man we you know if we can bring something around y'all said y'all can bring something around me i don't care i just tell them i know where i've been right not i'm not trying to go um yeah my, <laughs> man if anybody know if anybody know my mom and my little sister man my little sister man her have a relationship again and she's like well yeah it never was broken it's just i didn't see like my ex-wife said, my ex-wife told me. It's like I was making cry. She said, pretty 
Right, right. And I had to sit back and I thought about it like, yeah. And, and me and her talk, hug each other, saying that we love each other. Me and my mama, cause my mama didn't grow up saying that I love you. Right. That's why it was hard for me to tell my kids that I love them because I wasn't told that. Man, but you said I'm I say it a now. lot now. Huh? I said, yeah. Even my son, my, my youngest son, my youngest son said, Dad, I love you. Wow. And it kind of threw me off. Like, <laughs> I, was like, I, said, I said, okay. I said, yeah, I love you too. Man, love is a powerful word. Yeah. And so is a sister. Like you said, my sister is the one who brought me to this home. Mm-hmm. And uh, after me not talking to her for months and months mm-hmm. in the middle of my mess last year, uh, before I cried out to God and asked him for, for help, mm-hmm. she came pick me up, man. Despite anything, she didn't judge me. Right. She, she 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 was there. You know, I was sleeping outside in front of Homeward Bound, waiting on waiting for the check in. Right. She stayed outside with me, right. and now she coming to church. You know, every Sunday. Now my brother, my older brother's coming to church consistently too, and uh, I think that's another reason God. You know, we went through our storm, but we came out on the other side, and a big part was to bring our families closer yeah. to him. I was just going to say, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not us. It's we not us. We're not the only ones. It's getting uh, the blessing. Yeah. yeah. Transformed. Transformation. You know, transformation. We're not the only one. Our family, family is still like We might have family. family like my uncle, who was sick and everything. Yeah. When last time I went over to my mom and my house, he was talking about, man, Chris. He was like, Chris, man. I can't wait till you get your own church. We gonna be there and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm like, I said, I said, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ray, hold on. Now. Hey, hey, that's not pushing that far, I man. You know what I'm saying? But, but just, uh, yeah, because it, and I, and I was just speaking life into him, man. Just like, man, you know, whatever happened in the past, you know what I'm saying? Ain't really nothing we can do about it. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing. My little cousin, I told her, there ain't nothing you can do about. She like Chris. When I saw him. Cause she called me out the bus and said, Chris, I need to ask you something. I know, I know she wanted something, but she threw this thing about my uncle first. She was like, Chris, she said, when I, I wanted, I want to hate Ray. I really did. But she was like, when I saw him, I said, she said, she said, I couldn't. And just like I told her, I said, I said, Strand, you know how I feel about, about my grandmother. You remember how I felt about, I hated my grandmother. That's the way she had favoritism toward me and my other two cousins. Mm. So I despised her my whole life. Wow. But when she got sick and when I saw her, yeah. all that all that feeling I had for her, that, that evil spirit, you know, evil, I can't stand her, that left just like that, man. Wow. That compassion just, that's all I felt, man. Like, man, I, I had to remember, man, this is my grandmother. She probably was done like that. Right, right, right. That's just a generation thing, you know what yeah, I'm saying? So yeah. I can't, I couldn't hold, I can't hold that against her. It's like I couldn't hold stuff against my dad and my mom. I can't hold that against them. Right. What? And I'm sure that touched, uh, touched their heart because I know when you first came in, you know, you had uh, anger. Oh, man. A lot of anger issues. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of regret. I had a lot of just vengeful. like the next man. Yeah, I, I, I had a real vengeful spirit. Vengeful. I got a real, I had a real vengeful spirit. God, how has God been working on you? Uh, I, man, I don't even I don't even think about it. I don't even think about it. Because I mean, like like when we are sent out, if somebody asks me asks me for some money, I'm not gonna ask for it. I'm I'm not gonna expect it back. Right, right. Because when I do that, I, I you know, you know, they're not tied to me. Right, right. 
like that. I'm not tired. I'm not finna hold, you know, I'm not finna get all mad at that. Hey man, where my money? I did that in the past. Did the past. That's why a lot of them places in South Dallas, I kinda like kinda dug down because even though now I don't do it as much as I used to, but it's it's a couple people over there that, you know, I had uh you know, I had my guns and stuff, so you know, right, but right. um but uh but God, that's all I can say is but God. God man, God does yeah. uh, he restores, man. And that's mm-hmm. that's what we was talking about today. Uh, he shared his testimony battling alcohol uh for decades of his life, uh rocky relationships with, with our family members. Uh but despite despite our downfalls, despite our shortcomings, God has still made a way. And you're going on a, a year sober now. Uh in the in full time ministry now. Uh, God has been restoring your relationship with your dad, your kids, uh, your mom is getting stronger. I see her come to church every day. She's so proud of you. And uh and it's not over yet. So give give the listeners one more a few more nuggets, man. If there if there's anybody out there battling with addiction, man, if there's anybody struggling or just lost right now, anybody going through a storm and uh it's affecting them and their family. Give give them a kind of a word of encouragement. you do <laughs> you know what i'm saying first of all first of all put god first and everything you know what i'm saying because there's always consequences and and alcohol or any type of thing what alcohol to me gave me a lot of liquid courage you know what i'm saying it took it took me out that shell always if you're having an issue talk to somebody you know what i'm saying talk to somebody who's going to minister to you you know what I'm saying not no doctor or nothing like that find somebody who's been in your shoes you know what I'm saying find find matter of fact find living word Christian men home go go come come talk to us or, or somebody in the ministry because we've been we've been where you were I mean we've been where you are right now so if you do need help man just leave that pride leave that pride alone alcohol you know, if you if if you are an alcoholic, you know you're alcoholic. You can always tell me you're an alcoholic. Even when you, if you say I'm not an alcoholic, you're an alcoholic because you wouldn't even say you're an alcoholic. You're not an alcoholic. You know, but uh, yeah, man, just I mean, just uh, uh, uh read, man, study the word. You know, that helps out. You know, what I'm saying when you get that urge to drink, read the word. Read the word. You know, what I'm saying pop something in your mind. You know what I'm saying? Biblical. Amen. Just as Jesus did when he was in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. You know, All of them tried to tempt him. He as it, and it was written. Because God don't lie. God can't lie. 
I wasn't mentally strong enough to handle my own problems, so I had to call on somebody of a higher power. So that is it. Thank you, uh, my brother Christopher Mincy, for joining the podcast. Hope you guys got something out of it. Like I say always, if you're inspiring others, if you're speaking life into others, if you're talking to a one person or a million people, it only has to affect one, one, one person. And we just pray that that change is set in stone because that one person can spread the word and pass it forward to, to another person. And that's how change is created. So tune in next week for my next episode. Episode three, uh, we having another guest appear on the show. Mm-hmm. God is good. And thank you again. Have a blessed one.